Boom! Coming in hot, kid. How we doing, brother? Dude, coming, on? In, coming in hot on a uh, still riding away from our boy, uh, Pittsburgh Pirates yeah. manager. Shelty. Yeah, Shelty was great, man. Derek Shelton. That was a great, great. Uh, if you haven't seen it, go back to yesterday's episode and check it out, man. Really, really good. Just getting into the uh, mind of a big league manager, how they look at things, how they, the personnel. You know, I love how we said the Pirates. You know, our first in sack flies and bunts and, and stolen base all tops in those categories because they're playing to their personnel. Just getting in his mind was really cool, man. What what a yeah. what a great, great, uh, great interview. Yeah, super cool, dude. Um, so wah, wah, let's go Debbie Downer after that. Darn it. Jacob deGrom, Tommy John, man. Dude. Killer. Feels so bad for him, man. Like <clears throat> The, I think the one thing when we saw him sign for five years, 185, I guess the one thing you think of is 33, 34 years old. In the last few years here, he's really been, you know, nicked up as far as injuries go. And would he be able to hold up? And it turns out, no. I mean, so having the second UCL surgery, I believe he had the first one in 2010. So it's lasted a long time. I think the, the, the numbers aren't great for after your second UCL surgery. I believe it's only 25 25 to 30 percent of the guys come back mm. so but guys have like nathan Ivaldi out there in texas has come back from his second one and done well so not saying he can't do it and, and he will do it but also it's 21 months coming back from your second ucl instead of a year mm. so yeah. i just i feel bad for him man at the end of the day like you know in his press conference you know he was choked up he, you could tell he was really shaken by the news knowing Probably knowing Chinch how long of a road it is to come back. He's already done it once. To do it a second time is a lot. And to also, man, the Rangers are right in the mix. You know, he's yeah. one of the best pitchers in the league. Uh, Jonathan Gray's done great. That lineup's been incredible. And they're in first place. They're t- almost 20 games above 500. And it's a great team to be on right now. And I think DeGrom just feels that. Man, I want to be a part of that. I don't want to be injured. I don't want to have to rehab for the next two years. And, uh, you know, it's a very frustrating time. So, very frustrated for him. Stu thinks so, too. Yeah, Stu's frustrated, too. He just got in this. He's very bummed out. He's a Mets fan with Jess. Um, two things on this. One, and, and listen, I, I think you nailed it perfectly. I feel so bad for him because, first of all, he's awesome. Busted his butt. Yep. Let's not forget. Let's go back. To, back in the day, it was Matt Harvey, Noah Syndergaard. Matt Harvey, Noah Syndergaard. And this guy was like the number th- the, the number three and all he did was just keep his mouth shut and throw a hundred, and 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 he rolled that wave with the Mets. And he, I mean, uh, top ten right now. He's he's been number one on the list, one or two for the last four or five years. So I do feel bad for him. I, I like how you said that because it's the human first before you get into the extra right. of the game. Second part though, I gotta say, dude, buyer beware with pitching. Buyer beware with pitching. I. I mean, look, knock on wood for the Yankees. They got Garrett Cole. You look at all the guys who signed these deals. Man, Strasburg, dude, he might never pitch again. Hundreds of millions of dollars they gave him. And I appreciate it because it was a reward for all the hard work he had done over his career. But that's the other thing. And, and, And the sidebar to that is like... You know, you, you can't you can't trust your pitching. You cannot have enough pitching on a roster. That's why I don't draft pitchers in my fantasy football, uh, fantasy <laughs> baseball leagues. Honestly, I go all hitting, and I'm like, oh, this guy's pretty good this week because you never know what you're getting. And I hate to say it, but that's the nature of the game these days. It wasn't like that. Was it? It wasn't really like this when you pit you played, man. 
Guys hung uh, in there a little longer. Was, guys, uh, dude, it was. It was, man. I mean, I don't think this is a natural motion, dude. Right. For the, you know, for everything has to work so efficient and your shoulders got to be so strong and your back and your lats and your legs. And for this motion, it's just not a, it's not a, you know, it's not a natural motion. I just think that UCL takes a lot of pressure. These guys are throwing harder than ever. Dr. Kremchak, dude, who did my shoulder twice, one of the best UCL doctors in the world, dude. I mean, Tons of teams they go to Kremchak out there, dude. He's seeing more UCL surgeries now with twelve and thirteen and fourteen year old kids because everyone's you know trying to throw hard. Everyone's throwing these curveballs. Like the body wasn't meant to do that. And so I think eventually, you know, I almost think I'd like to know the numbers. I don't know what they are, but they yeah. have to be. It has to be very very high. If you're a pitcher, ninety percent of them are getting uh, serious, whether it's a shoulder or UCL surgery at some point in their career. I would yeah. have to think. Yeah, I want to go back to what you said about the, how hard these guys thrown out. Now, there's a template, right? First of all, look at Justin Verlander. He's still pitching. He's still going. He might be a little banged up now, but he's in his 40s. So that's 40-year-old body rather than... Now, here's the thing. Think about when you played. You were facing guys. Let's do Smoltz. 94, 94, 94 for in your first two at-bats. Eighth inning. What did you see from Smoltz? 97. 98, 99. But you didn't see that all game. He he always Smoltz is a good example. I mean, he's a gene a pitching genius and he's obsessed over it and he's he's, you know, one of the greatest of all time. He always used to say like stress innings. You know, throw just have six stress fastballs in your arsenal. But you don't gotta be one you don't it's like driving a car. You have a car with a really nice engine. You could have a Ferrari. If you have your pedal to the metal the entire time, you're gonna hurt the car. I believe, and I think what a lot of these guys are doing now and nowadays, they're hurting. They're hurting the car. Like there's only so much you have. You even know, think about playing first base. There were some days where you're like, I might only have like three or four in me today. You know what? I, right? It's just Bro, the nature of the game, dude. My shoulder, like I remember my son Jake this year going, Dad, I think I did something to my shoulder. It's killing me. I go, No, it's called tendonitis, dude. Yeah, it's called tendonitis. It's too much throwing, oh, yeah. throwing between innings. You know, James was like, yeah. There was so many times, like, oh my gosh, my shoulder. But like these pitchers, and, and you know, you wonder, are they? You know, like I saw an interview with Nathan uh, Eovaldi uh, last night on on MLB Tonight, and you know, his numbers have been incredible, amazing. You know, pitcher of the month, you know, one of the best pitchers in baseball right now. And they were t- talking about he he's going deep into games too. He's like the best pitcher in the league, third time around. Third time around the order. Oh, right? interesting. Yeah, yeah. And what they were saying was, and he was saying kind of what you're saying. He's like, I'm trying to save pitches because I'm trying to, uh, you know, the third time around, I want them, I want to pitch them a little different than I did the first two times around. So he's, you know, he's really pitching. But they were also talking about the Rangers' philosophy, and this is, you know, credit to Chris Young in the front office is he gets an extra day off. I'm wondering, I don't, I don't know if they're going a six man rotation or there's something where he's like. That extra day off has really helped me a lot to be ready to go when I, when my when my turn comes. And look at mm-hmm. the uh, Rangers pitches, dude. Maybe they're doing something right as far as that goes. So, you know, man, what is the answer? Pinch. Everybody is looking for that magic. Is it a hundred pitches? Is it two times through the order? Is it max effort for five innings and go to the pen? Is it um? Is it you know control yourself and have that stress inning where you're you need ninety six, ninety seven, ninety eight. 
to blow a couple guys out in a big situation on the third time around the lineup. I just think that's the if, – if you could answer that, bro, you'd be the genius of baseball because for years and years and years, people are trying to figure out how do we keep pitchers healthy? How do we keep them on the field and not UCL surgeries and shoulder surgeries? And that's what you're trying – that's what you're seeing nowadays is, you know, how do we keep these guys healthy? Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll go back to another one of our Hall of Fame buddies and name drop, Pedro Martinez. He said this – he has said this on a record, but I've talked to him about it very specifically. Every year, dude, when he was – when he became a veteran, couple weeks right around All-Star break, there's a hammy or there's a quad – and he he literally would like he would go on the DL for for you know like go on like a, a two week DL quote unquote hurting his hammy or hurting his quad because he would pace himself so he would do that somewhere either a little before or a little after the All Star break and only pitch maybe two or three times over the course of that month in the dog days of summer and hey man one of the greatest pitchers in the history of the game and these are the guys that I'm saying like it's max. It's just a, a generational thing, maybe. Like, if you're not max, if you're not max effort, you're not working hard enough. You'll sit. Uh, how about this P- line drive to the first baseman? You're not sprinting to first base in that at bat. That doesn't make yeah. you lazy. That do, it's yeah. like, hey, I got three more at bats and I got 162 games. Sometimes I can't run into a wall for a foul ball. Sometimes I can't, you know, run out a pop up and try to get to second base every time because you're going to hurt yourself. I think. Well, that's the reason. That's the reason I got thrown out from left field, Chich. I thought it was a, you don't hustle out a line out. <laughs> yeah, I lined out the point. third. I thought I was out. I was like, oh, I'm out. But turns out it, I wasn't. But you know, I'm, I'm kind of kidding around there. But it is true. There's certain times you got to pick your voice, <laughs> dude. I go back to Robinson Cano. How many times did everybody uh, crush Robinson Cano? He ground out the second. He's lazy. But guess what? Is he lazy or is mm-hmm. he smart? Yeah. This guy's playing one. 62 bro every every right every year so you're getting so you're getting production for robinson cano of 25 home runs he's driving in 100 runs he's hitting over 300 he's playing every night and you're and you're we're bitching and moaning because he's jogging at first maybe he's right maybe he's right there's no one the, the stress on the body dude like even me i have so many injuries you know I broke both feet. I have knee, a knee surgery. I broke my pelvic bone, pelvic fracture. I broke my back at a play at first base, orbital fracture, two shoulder surgeries, broke my thumb, tore all the cartilage in my wrist, tore my calf many a times, hamstrings, quads. I went on the DL for the hip flexor in, in Boston. Like, this is a grueling, grueling sport as far as 162 and 180 games, you know, having to, you know, go, move quickly, you know, first step quickest. And, dude, Check the box scores, Chinch. I, I've been noting this, noticing this lately, and I'm sure you have too. I go to check the box score the other day, like uh, Jake Fraley. I, I like Jake Fraley, you know, who, who, with with the Reds. You know, he's become a buddy of mine. I like to check the box score and see if he's what he did, dude. He's getting a day off every week or two mm. days off. Like they're, this is how the teams are doing it nowadays. They're not, they're not, they're not playing these guys once he's two. That's. Dansby Swanson, these guys are just, they're, they're unicorns. You know, they're, they're, the guys are playing 162. And I think it goes back to the Golden State Warriors a few years ago saying, hey, mm-hmm. listen, we're going to rest Steph Curry and Draymond Green and Thompson and these guys because we want them over the long haul. We're trying to win an NBA championship. We're not necessarily trying to, uh, you know, burn these guys out and have them have a great regular season. So I just think in professional sports nowadays, change times are changing. How do we, how do we keep pitchers on the field? How do we get key position players on the field? Look at Byron Buxton, dude. Mm. 
Byron Buxton is, is the best center fielder in the game. He's now a DH. Why is he right. a DH? Because we want him on the field. Correct. And come come August and September, we'll put him out back out in center field because we value his bat so much. This is a perfect segue to Aaron Judge going on a DL, okay? Exactly. Ran straight through a wall. Now, now this is – here, there's a great comp to this in my in my head. I remember Larry Boa saying this once uh, about, about keeping yourself healthy and picking your spots um, – but so, of course, everybody's seen it. It's a great video. He ran through the freaking wall, which is awesome. And that's just the, the effort and, and the type of the way this guy plays. Dude, you played with Ken Griffey Jr., man. If Ken Griffey Jr. didn't run through, didn't try to run directly through walls for, for the, the first part of his career, how much longer would he play? However, this is where it gets a little convoluted because the athleticism comes in and, 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 it's just this is what I learned. This is how I play the game. So it's very interesting. You can't to tell Ken Griffey Jr. or tell Aaron Judge, "Hey, don't don't run through that wall." That is the site. That right. now we're getting into the mental mindset of being an athlete and, or in anything you do, right? Dude, well, you know what? What do you say? Hey, when you try not to get injured, you're going to get injured. Yeah, you know, and like, yeah, dude, I really believe. Junior, when Junior came to Cincinnati, that first year, 270, 280, 40 bombs, 120 ribbies. The next year at spring training, he's rounding third base. Never forget it, dude. Looked like he got shot. Mm. His hamstring rolled up like a blind. Dude. Oh. It was the first time anyone had ever had a hamstring, a complete tear of the hamstring. Oh. Oh. And he got it tacked down. because, and, and no one had ever seen that surgery before. But I truly believe Ken Griffey Jr., Played harder than anybody else, out, especially out there in center field, the way he crashed into walls. Remember, he broke his wrist. Yes. Dude, the oh, one time. sick player. Broke his wrist <laughs> yeah. over the fence. It's just the, the body's wear and tear at, at some point. Look at Grady Sizemore. I think back. Oh, Grady yeah. Sizemore. Was Aaron, the Aaron Rowan. Remember Aaron Rowan? Aaron Rowan. Into the, into, the, into the wall. But, like, Grady Sizemore, dude, yeah. for a seven-year Superstar. period, one of the best players in the game. He played so hard that his body eventually couldn't take it. Nope. So, I guess – like, even Bryce Harper last year with the UCL injury, he had to go to DH. But, dude, he almost won the MVP. Right. Because it, his bat is so valuable. Right. So, it's just a great conversation. And like I said, dude, it's the magic. Nobody has the magic pill, the, the magic answer. If they did, it, it would be a, there would be a certain thing. And I think that's They'd what some on- of the old school people are. If you had that, if you had that magic thing, you'd be on Jeff Jeff Bezos's yacht right now. <laughs> no, dude, you kidding me? We we we'd be billionaire. We'd be making money on this podcast if we had a freaking <laughs> yeah. magic pill. Yeah. Anyway, uh, dude, that's fascinating. I'm glad we got we we kind of went down a little bit of a different rabbit hole here, but I, I think it was a great conversation. Yeah. I think it's you know there's there's so much other news. Maybe we'll get to it tomorrow. Um, yeah. Yeah. But, but the last thing on yeah, Aaron go, Judge. Go. Yeah, dude. Aaron Judge is Aaron Judge. He, you love him because of the way he plays the game. He has value in the outfield because he's such a good outfielder. That play might have even saved the game in L.A. So, you know, what you're going to have to tell Aaron Judge not to go all out? No way. It ain't happening. It ain't <laughs> happening. No. Really fascinating stuff. Good stuff. Yeah. That's what, again, man, mental, mental mindset really plays into anything yeah. you do, especially into these things. So, good yeah, stuff, man. Exactly. All right. What do you got yeah. going on today? Anything big? Uh, no, not a ton, dude. I'm just uh, kind of enjoying myself. I don't have much going on this week, which I kind of like. I'm going Friday. I'm going to see Jake uh, is playing, you know, he's playing for Orleans in the Cape. Oh, yeah. And uh, they have a workout at Fenway Park on Friday. No way. So I'm excited. Maybe maybe I'll do the show in the stands from Fenway Park. On Please Friday. do. Yeah. Are you going to take yeah. some swings or no? 
No, no, but I get one. Over, I never, you've never, you got to get one ball over that green monster. You never I know I do. I know I do. It's, it's, you know what I am thinking, though? I am thinking about playing in that uh, alumni game versus Savannah Bananas on September 2nd. No way. You got to come down, dude. I you got to come. If I do, you got to come down. I have to. Dude, it's so the weekend. Sick. It's September 2nd, I believe. It's the Major League Baseball alumni versus the Savannah Bananas in Savannah. Oh, you have to play. You I think I'm, dude. I think I'm gonna do it. I gotta start training, though, bro. I gotta start training, dude. Man. You do, man. I played that softball game. I, it's like somebody shot. Talk about. I had the, the <laughs> I had double leg Ken Griffey Juniors when I'm playing three games of softball on Long Island. You better start getting on that treadmill. Getting that. I'm gonna tub. start now, right here, bro. I'm ready. I got a bat right here. Ready there to go. There we go. Do it. This thing, dude. This thing feels like an oak tree. Back in the day, it's the sweetest <laughs> I, thing. So right now, so funny, so unbelievable. All right, bro. Good day, right. good week. We'll, uh, All right. Coming up, we're going to get after it. All right, bro. Kid, you have a great rest of the day. Everybody out there, appreciate you listening. We'll see you. Manana.